Welcome to the Comedy Geek Podcast. Tonight's episode, Whatever Happened to Tarquin Sponge? Today on The Truth Hour, we are joined by Donald Rutherford of the Anti-Clockwise Movement. Mr. Rutherford shuns the 24-hour clock and instead is of the belief that each day is in fact 32 hours long. Mr. Rutherford comes from a long line of anti-clockists who do not believe in following standard time zones. He was actually booked to join us several weeks ago but turned up today due to the difference in time structure. Good day to you, sir. Good day, Angie. And can I just correct you on something very quickly? I am not a member of the anti-clockwise movement. I am a member of the 32-hour movement, or 32.64 hours if you want to be precise. I do not believe that clocks run backwards. I simply believe that there are more hours in a day. I do apologise. Mr Rutherford, I am intrigued. What is actually wrong with our 24-hour clock? Well, Felicity, I'm glad you asked. The thing is, you see, the government, they have reprogrammed your natural thinking and they have corrupted the system. Do elaborate. Okay, so the layperson, who's not very educated, like yourself, are of the standard belief that there are only 24 hours in a day. 24 hours! No wonder you have everyone rushing around wishing there was more hours in a day. There are! Are there really? So how many more hours do we have to work with, and where would we find such hours? Fliss, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Not many people know this, and when you learn it, it will change your life forever. Donald, I am enthralled. Flick, there are in fact 32 hours in a day. 32. Is that right? So what then happens to these extra hours? How come we don't know about them, and where on earth do they go? As I said, it is in fact the government. They hide it. They hide it all. They treat us like lab rats, right in our own homes. But in doing so, they make us lose all those hours. So I make sure I claim back my hours from the government. Sure, sure. Let's go to one of our callers who may want to question your theory. Just let them try. Caller on line one, who do we have? Oh, hi, Felicity. Felicity, is Martha Dexter here. I love your show. We tune in every week and we have a nice cup of tea and a slice of chocolate cake. Thank you, Martha. It's good to have you with us today. And that cake sounds delicious. I made it myself. I'd be glad to send you some. Or send some over with my boy. What a thoughtful gesture. How lovely. We do love our listeners. Martha, what is your question for Mr Rutherford? Thank you, Felicity. Oh, I can't believe I'm on your show. Uh, is that chappy there? Yes, Martha, I am here. Are you stuck with him, bonkers, man? What in the name of all things good and almighty is wrong with you, young man? Do you go to school or something? Was it the parents? It's always the parents. Should have disciplined you, I say. My parents were very active in the 32-hour movement. Well, it's 32-hour bollocks. We'd like to apologise to our listeners for the use of profanity and any offence caused. And would like to remind you that this is, in fact, live radio. Absolute crazy bollocking c- Caller on line two, who do we have? Hi there, it's Jeremy here from up the estate. I'd like to know, why don't we know about these extra hours? I could really use them. Ah, right. You see, what happens is that each night during our slumber, the government injects each and every one of us with a sleeping agent. The needle is so tiny you hardly notice. You might get the sensation of pins and needles in your leg. Yes, yes, I do. I've had that. 
They knock out every single human being on the entire planet, even your pets. So what is actually happening during our sleep? What is the purpose of this so-called sleep agent? I think I might be allergic. It really sets off my asthma. Well, you see, during the night, when we should naturally be sleeping for those additional hours, the government are running tests on us. They rob us of our hours we're entitled to. So I say we need to make a stand and take those hours back. I do it all the time. I make sure I claim back my missing eight hours each day. Oh, really? So what do you do? I work for the government. Um, can I have some of those hours? I'd just like a few to myself. Jeremy, get off the phone! Join us next time on The Truth Hour, where we join Sebastian Dudley, the son of a preacher man who has a thing or two to say to Miss Franklin. Hey, thanks for coming. Oh, no problem. What's up? I have some good news and I wanted to give it to you in person. Okay. I'll just come right out and say it. No point beating around the bush. We've decided to uninvite you from our wedding. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing news. Oh, thank you so much. How come? Well, we decided we weren't going to invite people just for the sake of it. The cost per head is crazy after all. Well, that does make sense. Gosh, I can't believe my luck. Plus, we've never really been great friends anyway. Precisely. And your boyfriend is really quite obnoxious. Yes, I know. (laughs) He would make everyone feel nauseous, wouldn't he? I applaud your decision. Also, our wedding venue tell us you're still banned for life. Some sort of incident... Uh, With a trumpet? Yes, with a trumpet. Oh, well, at least I don't have to wear stupid disguise now. I just can't believe this incredible news. I thought you'd be happy. I am incredibly happy. Are you really sure I'm uninvited? You don't want me there at all? Oh, I don't want you anywhere near the place, to be honest. If you were out of the country at the time, well, that would be even more ideal. And this means I don't have to waste money on an expensive wedding gift now. I know! Just think what you could spend all that money on. An epoxy coat plywood terrarium for a large snake. Oh, Genevieve. Oh, Flossie. As part of our Language and Diversity programme here at Comedy Geek, we've made it our mission to incorporate a range of different cultures and communicative languages into our show. This week we are proud to be the first podcast in history to bring you a sketch performed entirely by mime. Take it away, Amy. Wait, wait, you ready? Ready? Watch it, watch it. Let's see. Oh, I clicked. <gasps> wow. Oh, you're really clicky. <laughs> In 200 yards, turn right. You will arrive at your destination in... Guess. Guess? What do you mean, guess? Oh, come on. I love this game. Guess, guess. I don't know. Ten minutes? Isn't that why I bought you? To tell me? I know, I know, I know. That's so boring. At the next junction, take a right. So annoying. How do I change the voice? Jamie? Jamie, Jamie. What? Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Jamie, 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 Jamie,
What? Jamie, 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 Jiminy Cricket, Jamo, Jamiroquai, Jamboree, Jemima, Jamie Lee, Jimbone, Gemini, Jamaroni, no moon, Jamba, Jamba, J Jogs, Jame of Thrones, Jim Appel, Jame on Toast, Jim Bob. What? What's up? Listen, I'm trying to concentrate if you don't mind. In 100 yards, take a left, then a right, then 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 a left, and a right, and a left, and a right, and then a left. Listen, could you keep it down? I've never driven through Flatley before, and I need to concentrate. Which way do I turn? Continue straight. Then, you will arrive at your destination. Thank you. Where? I can't see it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're miles away from your destination. <laughs> what? Hang on. Did you say Llanelli? I, I thought we were going to Carmarthen. Carmarthen? Only kidding. We're nearly there. In 100 yards, turn right. I don't know why I bought this piece of crap. Bear right. Right? There is no turn right. No, I mean there's a bear on your right! Roar! Look out! <sighs> By the way, Jimbers, you've uh, you've got something on your face. Where? Um, yeah, that, that's it, right there. In the middle, you've, you've got it, right where? where <laughs> wait, that's your nose! <laughs> First thing tomorrow, I'm taking you back to Curry's. At the next junction, turn left. (laughs) This sketch is called Chile. Jacob, you hungry? Yeah, I suppose I am a little bit peckish. What do you fancy? Well, it's gone so frosty cold outside, I whipped up a nice batch of my chili. A chili? Why on earth would you do that? Well, what do you mean? It's cold. So you make a chilli? Um, yes. A chilli? Yes, Jacob. We have established that I have in fact made a chilli. A chilli? But it's so cold! Which is exactly why I made a chilli. But it doesn't make sense to make a chilli. Look, do you want some chilli or not? No, no thank you. I'd rather be warm. Ladies and gentlemen, that was chilly. That was part three of A Day in the Life of a Retired Accountant by Dominic Freelance. You're listening to Radio Dramatics UK. Next up, we were scheduled to go live to Studio 2 for this week's instalment of Royal Bloodlines. But I've just been informed our new sound effects man is running a bit late and... Oh no wait, I've just been given the nod. Thank goodness he has arrived. Well, this is live radio after all. Anything can happen. (laughs) So now, let's go live to Studio 2 for the next exciting instalment of Royal Bloodlines. Narrated of course by none other than Corbin... Small garden. Royal Bloodlines. (laughs) 
Episode 5, The Revelation. Lady Parchester stood before Sir Roderick, as she had done many times before, but this time something was different. Her heart beat like a drum. She was about to reveal the truth of her lowly upbringing to the entire court, but the only person in the hall that mattered was Sir Roderick. She opened her mouth to speak, but nothing came out. Look, you either love Marmite or you hate it. You can't be on the fence about it, okay? Sir Roderick held his hands aloft, urging Lady Parchester to speak. The room fell so silent you could hear a pin drop. Speak, woman, Sir Roderick cried, unable to contain his agitation. Lady Parchester stammered, I, 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 and then turned aside, as if looking for support. Look! You either love Marmite or you hate it! You can't be on the fence about it, okay? But her entire retinue, once loyal friends, scorned upon her as if she were nothing but a dirty mongrel. (coughs) Suddenly, (laughs) as if her prayers had been answered, the doors opened. Jamie, 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 Jiminy Cricket, Jamo, Jamiroquai, Jamboree, Jemima, Jamie Lee, Jimboni, and <laughs> a look. You either love Marmite or you hate it, and you can't be on the fence about it, okay? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> That was Royal Bloodlines. And next... I, I can't go. I just, I just can't do it. David, what's wrong? I've never seen you in such a state. It's bad, Mikey. Real bad. Surely it can't be that bad. Come on. Talk to Mikey. What's got you in such a state? Oh, it's just that I've got a dentist appointment this afternoon. I don't think I can bring myself to go. Oh, don't worry about that. They're used to dealing with nervous patients. I know it's not very nice to go to the dentist with all the drilling and all the injections. Well, no, that I... That grinding sound when the harsh metal implement scratches away at your tooth, the enamel crumbling away like chalk, the using blood that trickles from your gums, leaving the metallic aftertaste on your tongue. It's just that I... And surely it can't look attractive, can it? Sitting there, gob open, drool around your mouth, tools shoved in your oral cavities. Well, I didn't think... The smell of burning when the drilling starts to grind. The choking sensation of the paste when they make that impression. The stray bits that are left in your mouth afterwards. Are you done? Why, yes, I believe so. Thing is, I'm not actually scared of the drills and stuff. No? No. It's the bill at the end. I'm just petrified of it. next train arriving at Platform 2 will be the 10.55 to Cardiff. Hi, can I book a return ticket to Swansea, please? Certainly. That'll be £250, please. Oh, no, sorry, I don't want first class. Just a, just a regular ticket, please. Yes, that's £250, please. What? That seems a bit steep. It's only a 20-minute train journey. Yes, I'm afraid we've had to put our prices up. What, again? Didn't they just increase prices recently? Yes, they've gone up again, I'm afraid. I could probably book a taxi there and back for cheaper. Yes, that's generally what we're aiming for. It just seems ridiculous. Do you still want the ticket? Well, I'm in a bit of a hurry, so I might have to bite the bullet this time. 
250 quid, you said? Actually, it's just gone up again to £300. What? What, since you've been talking? Yes, train fares are updated in real time. I can't believe it. At this rate, nobody would be able to afford rail travel apart from rich people. That is the whole point, to be honest. If it was up to us, the trains would be stocked to the gills with rich, privileged individuals commuting to the city every day. And celebrities. I've, I've got an incredibly important meeting to get to, so I'm going to buy a ticket just this once. But don't think I will be using the trains in this country ever again. That'll be £400, please. What? It's gone up again? £450 now. What? We do accept Bitcoin if that helps. How does that help? Don't know. Just thought I'd mention it. Right. So you thought mentioning that you accept cryptocurrency would help with the problem of train fares rising before my very eyes? £500 now. Quick, then print me a bloody ticket. Here's your ticket. Enjoy your journey. <sighs> yeah, whatever. We are sorry to announce that the 10.55 train to Cardiff has been delayed by approximately 27 days. We are sorry for any inconvenience this might cause. Good evening and welcome to The Geek Report. I'm Sally Burns. And I'm Jack Daniels. Today in the news, retro game cards are making a comeback. It's the only deck millennials can afford. In technology, Germany is set to start enforcing a law that demands social media sites move quickly to remove hate speech, fake news and illegal material. Hate speech is the worst. More in technology, a Danish biotechnology company is trying to fight climate change one laundry load at a time. It's a delicate issue. I wonder if there'll be a spin-off. Liquid whey waste from Greek yogurt could be the next biofuel. It's about time we embraced Greek culture. And shock, as researchers say, we may run out of chocolate in the next 30 years. That's probably when you'll finally start your diet. We're now going live to our showbiz consultant, Holly Woods. Holly, what's going on in the world of entertainment? Well, thank you, Sally, and thank you, Jack. We're here live in L.A. bringing you the hottest news of the stars. Playboy considers closing down the magazine. That makes sense. They can't possibly continue now that all the Playboy bodies are over the age of 25. Many claimed that they were exposed to the sound of hell after getting stuck on a ride in Disneyland. It must have been the new Frozen ride. Amy Winehouse's father claims the singer visits him at home during the night. She was just a shadow of her former self. And finally, Mexico has rolled out Trump-themed toilet paper. Looks like they have already started a smear campaign. Back to you in the studio, Sally and Jack. Thank you, Holly. We're now heading over to Diversion for the traffic report. Hi, Di. Hi, Sally. Hi, Jack. Well, it could have been chaos today as 40,000 pounds of avocado spilled onto the Texas highway. There was, however, a slight dip in traffic. And a commuter, fed up with traffic, repainted the roads in his favour. He had to draw the line somewhere. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Di. Now over to Gail Force for the weather report. Gail, how's the weather looking? All right. Thanks, Gail. A man has been arrested over his complaints about a restaurant's small portions. Now he's only served a small portion of his sentence. Prince Philip asks, is that a terrorist? As he points to a bearded man. Luckily, Camilla is used to these kind of comments. Alexa, call the cops. Crime victims could now use Amazon Echo to get help. The Amazon device also comes in useful when identifying the prime suspect. 
A mechanic husband was asked to scrub up and assist during his wife's cancer operation. He was nice enough, but he made her wait two to three weeks for spare parts. A New York gym is offering naked worker classes. The concept seems to be causing a lot of friction. An intruder was discovered after falling asleep eating a bag of Doritos. The break-in was said to have cost the victim a packet. A flight attendant was caught on camera, eating from passenger meals before serving them. At least she wasn't on a crash diet. A family were left distraught after their father was nearly cremated at the wrong funeral. Officials are just waiting for the dust to settle. Another bereaved daughter decided to eat her dead mother's ashes with her dinner. The woman remains unharmed. It's normally only the mother-in-law that you can't stomach. Thank you and good night. Welcome back to the deadliest things to say to a woman after she's been to the hairdressers. Next up, Stephen Featherport tells us what happened when he made a fatal mistake after his wife's recent visit to the hairdressers. Well, I was just sitting watching the telly when she got home. Uh, at first I didn't notice anything different, but then I remembered she said she would go to the hairdressers and that, so I had a look. What Stephen said next were the deadliest words he could have spoken. I turned to look at her and said, uh, Oh dear, are you going to ask for your money back, love? You know, just for a laugh and that. The next thing Stephen knew, things took a deadly turn. There was a huge explosion and uh, the house just blew up. There were women and children running and screaming. Uh, and at first I didn't know what was happening like, but then I saw the look on her face and I, I knew I'd said something wrong. Two years later, Stephen's recovery is going well. We caught up with him at his local hospital. I'm slowly regaining mobility. Uh, it's a slow process, but um, the staff here have been really great. You know, I'm, I'm really lucky. My, my wife has stood by me all this time and all. Uh, she's a great woman. Uh, oh, here she is now. Hi, love. Oh, are you okay? I'm sorry I'm late. The hairdresser was running behind and I only just left there. What do you think? Ooh, uh, wasn't it meant to be blonde? Looks a bit brassy. Next week. Yikes, did you pay money for that haircut? Oh, uh, did you accidentally visit the butchers? Is it meant to look like that? I could have given you that haircut for free. Tonight's Comedy Geek podcast was written and performed by Daniel Morgan, Amy Webber, Thomas Woodrow and Jamie Davis and was produced by Comedy Geek. Also featured in this episode, Marie Edwards. If you enjoyed this comedy podcast, then please subscribe to our channel and tell all of your friends. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and Tinder. Be sure to tune in next time.